So if you are in the beauty industry, this episode is going to be for you. How many of you guys feel like you're doing all the right things, right? You feel like you are posting on social media, you're handing out your business cards, you're telling everybody you know about how you just finished up with esthetician school and you're starting your business and da 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 all this stuff, right? But yet your business is not growing. And maybe you've been in the industry for a while. Maybe you are not new to this at all. You have been in the industry for 10 years, 15 years, maybe 20 years. But you feel like your business is just plateauing. Or maybe it's even dying. Maybe you're going in the opposite way. And you need help like now. Um, So in this episode, we are going to go over five things that you are doing wrong in your beauty business. And before we get into this episode, I want to make a little disclaimer. (laughs) I have done all of these things that I'm going to talk to you about. Um, So if some of these hit you pretty hard, do not feel bad about it. This is a learning experience. We are all here to grow and get better in our businesses and in our careers. And I promise you, like I've made every single mistake that I'm going to talk about today. And sometimes, guys, I even find myself still making these mistakes. So what's up, everybody? It is your girl, your best friend, your beauty business (laughs) coach. I don't know where I was going with that. I was going to try to say beauty business, BFF. I feel like that's already like a taken thing somewhere. I'm sure it is. But anyways, it's Natalie. I am back with another episode of the Natalie Michelle Warren podcast. Yes, I am Natalie Warren. The Michelle is silent. (laughs) Um, But so I just got back from Colorado a little bit ago. And I wanted to do a little disclaimer before we get into this episode. That's kind of why my voice sounds a little weird and like lower and raspier than it already is. (laughs) Because you guys know I have a super low raspy voice normally. So whenever I get sick or whenever my throat aches, it's just like really, really intense. You know what I mean? But... But I loved Colorado so much. We got to hang out in Denver for a few days, and we spent most of our time in Aspen, Colorado, which, oh my gosh, guys, if you love mountains and if you just love traveling in general, you will love Aspen, Colorado, because whenever I was there, I felt like I was in like Switzerland, and obviously with like COVID and 2020 slash 2021, it's not the best time to go out of the country right now, so I needed somewhere where I could go get away, but but Aspen was just like the perfect place. Um, I didn't, I was going to try to ski, but I didn't actually get to because Aspen is definitely like not beginner friendly. So I definitely want to try to go back um, to get like, to really like perfect my skiing and then eventually go to Aspen um, just so that I don't like look like an idiot in front of all the cool kids. But I just fell in love with like ski culture out there, I guess, for lack of a better word. Um, and I just loved it out there so, so much. So if you're into skiing, if you're into mountains, if you're just into traveling in general, I highly recommend trying out Aspen, Colorado. It was so beautiful. But the reason why my voice sounds kind of weird is because on our way back from Colorado on our flight from Denver to Louisville, we actually, my best friend Trey and I actually almost got in a plane crash. Our plane literally almost had to do an emergency landing because there was like a snowstorm and it was just a horrible takeoff. And I talked about it on my Instagram story. So like if you guys don't follow me on Instagram, definitely give me a follow at Natalie Michelle Warren because I talk about all this like crazy life stuff all the time. But Um, it was like the most terrifying experience of my entire life. And like, even though like, as soon as I got back, I got tested for COVID and obviously I'm negative. 
Um, I feel like sometimes whenever you go through traumatic events like that, it almost like weakens your immune system to the point to where like, it's just easier to, for like little things like a headache or like a bug to basically just become a bigger deal. And to make a long story short, that's kind of why my throat sounds a little weird. (laughs) My voice is a little raspy because I'm just a little shaken up, but I feel a lot better. But that is why my voice sounds a little bit weird in this episode. I'm so, so sorry, but I'm not going to let that stop me from having an amazing little chill hangout time with you guys in this episode. So get a cup of coffee or sip your Starbucks, drink your wine, wherever you are at in your car, morning, nighttime, if you're in the bath, if you're in between clients at work, whatever the case may be, let's hang out and talk because today we're talking about the five things that you were doing wrong in your beauty business. And I truly believe that this is going to break off some major, I don't even know, like just limiting beliefs, curses, just like bad ish that may be like keeping some of you guys down. I just want to like break that off you guys like energetically. Um, and like I said, I've done a million of these things and I've done a lot more, so do not feel bad, but without further ado, let's go ahead and hop into the episode. Five things that you were doing wrong in your beauty business. Let's go. So jumping right into it. The first thing that you are doing wrong in your beauty business, you are not investing in the right things. Okay. So let me explain a little bit. Whenever I first got out of esthetician school, I knew that I knew that I knew that I wanted to go out on my own. Um, I had worked for somebody a little bit before and I'd kind of dipped my toes into the beauty industry and I just had this longing to start my own business and I had a really amazing opportunity to rent a room. Um, My friend Rosie, she allowed me to rent a room in her space, Browsing Beauty, shout out to you guys. Um, and that is like where Skinspiration started. Like it was this tiny little room. I had my treatment table. I had a steamer, my hot towel caddy and the little bit of skincare products that I could afford. And I did my best to make the room like super cute, um, and like a really relaxing environment. Like we all do, but that was where my business started. Okay. So right out of the gate, I, I didn't actually have the money to pour into my business. So I actually took out a loan. I didn't have $5,000. So I took out a $5,000 loan from the bank. And it was so scary because I had never done anything like that before. And here I am like 19 trying to present like a business plan to this loan officer. And I'm sure deep down she thought I was crazy, but she believed in me and she took the chance on me and gave me the loan. And I took that $5,000 and built a six figure business out of it pretty much. But That's another story for a different time. But when I say you're not investing in the right things, what I'm talking about is, for example, for me, I was so quick to go out and buy the cutest chairs for my treatment room. I ran out and bought the cutest decor um, for my treatment room because I was thinking like, okay, I want to be able to post my room on Instagram. I want to make sure that it's cute. Um, I invested so much money in certifications like derma planning certifications, advanced chemical peel stuff. And, you know, straight up, like it's not necessarily that advanced education is bad. Like advanced education is a huge part of what we do. And honestly, it should be mandatory. 
But what I mean is I never once invested in the growth of my business really early on. Like I thought I was, but I really wasn't investing in the right things. So whatever that thing is for you, try investing in something that's actually going to move the needle in your business. Um, Instead of maybe investing in like a skin analysis course, invest in a business course, invest in a social media growth course, invest in something that's going to teach you how to do Facebook ads, how to do Google ads, like something that is genuinely going to move the needle in your business. Um, And like I said, I do not want you guys to think that I am against like advanced education because that is not the case at all. Like we all, all need, especially whenever we're right out of school, we need to be collecting as much information as possible because the truth is you really don't learn anything in school. What you learn as an esthetician and in majority, majority as like a beauty professional in general is while you're working and it's gaining that experience and gaining that knowledge over time of really furthering your knowledge of the skin and like I said just advancing your education so that is not a bad thing at all but it blows my mind how informed some of you guys are. Like I get on some of your all's Instagrams and I see these like beautiful thought out, like in-depth skincare charts over like breaking down an ingredient or something like that. But yet nobody knows who you are. Um, And I don't say that to sound harsh. I say that because you're investing in the wrong things. Um, So if you, maybe a big thing that some of you guys are doing wrong is you're not putting the time and the money into certain areas of your business that really, really need it. Okay. Because I know a lot of you guys are amazing estheticians. That's kind of like where you start. Like if you're not passionate about the skin and if you don't have like a base level understanding of how to improve someone's skin and how to take care of it at home and how to recommend a product line and all that stuff, that's kind of like the things that you learn right out the gate. Whenever you start your own business and whenever you are trying to serve people on like a larger level and grow a team and like really, really build your empire, that dermaplaning course is not going to get you there, girl. You need a growth strategy course. You need a social media course. You need a business course. You need like a mastermind pretty much. And that's why I'm so excited for my online course that's coming out because it basically encompasses everything that I just talked about. Um, it is 100% just talking about how to start, scale, and just succeed in the beauty industry. And I'm telling my story and talking about what I did. So that course is launching March, March 1st. I've been talking about it a lot. And I think that it is going to be an amazing investment for some of you guys, whether you are just starting out or whether you've been in the industry for a really long time. I think everybody can benefit from this. So reason number one, you're not investing in the right things. So reason number two, why your beauty business may not be growing is you're not willing to adapt. (laughs) Okay. I said that super slow. You are not willing to adapt. And this is something that I see a lot. I see it a lot in my coaching students. I see it a lot on just as I'm scrolling through Instagram on people's pages. Um, And just whenever I hear people like talk in person as well, like humans in general, like before I get into this, let me, let me say this humans in general, we do not like change. We do not like 
change. We do not like whenever we have so much resistance towards what is new. Okay. Every single person is like that. Like whenever you were a kid, like literally a kid's nightmare is their families getting a new house and moving to a new town and they have to go to a new school and make all new friends. Like that was your worst nightmare growing up because everything is just new and it's so overwhelming. So maybe you are an amazing five-star esthetician and you're so knowledgeable about the skin and you've had a really great opportunity to work beneath some killer estheticians or a plastic surgeon or something like that and you just feel like so confident in your ability to treat the skin but yet you have no clients. You may not be willing to adapt And what I mean by that is I know so many estheticians who have been in the industry for a really long time, but they don't have social media. And I just don't even know how that's possible in 2021, especially because social media is like a huge part of what we do. Like almost every single person in the world has an Instagram, has a Facebook, like has some type of social media service. And you have to be willing to adapt and be able to educate and reach your clients in that way. So you're not willing to adapt to your old ways. And like I said, this is something that we all struggle with in different areas. Um, I think this also applies to some of you guys who maybe got really, really used to the skincare brands that you were using at some of your old jobs. Um, And because it was all you knew, you just kind of migrated it into working solo or tried to bring it into whatever situation you're in now. And maybe those skincare lines just aren't getting people the results that you ultimately want. Maybe their peels aren't strong enough. Maybe, you know, they are missing some really key products that people need in their skincare routine. So maybe it's time to work with a new brand to take that chance and make a new connection with a new skincare company and start retailing their products. Um, Or maybe you're not retailing products at all. Maybe you are just doing treatments and you're scared to get into retail, which is a huge, huge mistake. And I highly, highly recommend investing in some retail products because you will literally be able to double your revenue in less than a month. I'm not even kidding. Um, And that's a whole other podcast on just the importance of retail sales. Um, But this is something that I see so, so much is people just are not willing to adapt. And I'll even relate it back to me. So I've been knowing for a really long time that I need to start being more active on TikTok. (laughs) So guys, I literally feel like I'm old. Like I have a TikTok and don't get me wrong, like I get on there and I look at the little like Amazon finds and the recipes and stuff like that. And every once in a while, I'll see some like horrid skincare advice and it'll make me cringe or something like that. But But I've been putting off actually like taking the time and starting to make um, TikTok videos on my personal and also on um, Skinspiration. And it's something that I just keep putting off and keep putting off. And I know that I need to be doing it more because TikTok is like the fastest growing social media platform right now. Like Generation X and even a lot of millennials are obsessed with TikTok. Like, Like it's growing every single day. More people are adding it. People are giving in. They're getting it. It's a super addictive. And it is a very 
very interactive and weirdly algorithmed social media service. So that's something that like for me, like I'm not adapting because I've just, you know, I feel like it's so difficult trying to just balance like Instagram and Facebook and all the other things I have going on that I can't even imagine trying to do TikTok videos. But it's something that I know that I need to start doing because of the visibility of it. Um, so that's like even a way that I'm, I can sometimes fall into making this mistake of not adapting. Um, and, you know, there's always going to be something new. There's always going to be, I mean, a lot of us are really young right now. We're in like our early 20s, you know, how you may be 30, 40, 50, like however old you are. There are there's always going to be something new come along. Like think about like 10 years ago, whenever MySpace was popping and like Twitter had like just become a thing. And now we have Instagram and Facebook is literally like a wasteland. And you know, we have all these like new social media apps popping up like clubhouse and stuff like that. Um, so things are going to constantly keep moving forward. And if you're not adapting, you're getting left behind. All right, so reason number three why your beauty business may not be growing and something that you were doing wrong. You are too in your head. (laughs) Okay, you're too in your head. Um, And this is like the most common thing like ever. Obviously, like if you have ever worked with coaching clients and you're listening to this, you know exactly what I'm talking about because I feel like as a beauty business coach, I spend literally like the first two sessions just breaking down limiting beliefs in my clients, like beliefs that they they have just taken on, lies that they are believing that are true, um, and they just they believe them. And this is just when you're in your head, okay? Um, so, so many of you guys are so scared to promote yourself. You're scared to invest. You're scared to grow. You're scared to succeed almost like not only are you so scared to fail, you're also like scared to succeed. You're too in your head. So for example, whenever I first started growing the Skinspiration page, I would just use like graphics. I never really posted like my face and I wouldn't really post videos and like talk on my stories and stuff like that. I was just kind of posting graphics and trying to make my Instagram feed like as cute and like as, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for as, um, I just blanked on it, but you know, you know what I mean? Like just to be as, as, oh, that's the word, aesthetically pleasing as possible. I wanted my page to be as aesthetically pleasing as possible. Um, because we've all seen accounts that have like a million followers and it's just literally like recycled luxury photos of things that we see like a million times a day on Instagram. So that's what I was trying to do with Skinspiration. (laughs) And obviously that was not working out that well. And I kept thinking to myself, like, why don't I have like a hundred K like overnight? Like my photos are cute. My feed is cute. I, no one knew who I was. Nobody knew who the face behind this account was until I actually started talking about myself and introducing myself to people and sharing my journey and sharing my passion for skincare and just sharing my life pretty much. Um, because people, especially now, they are less concerned about the services you offer and they're more concerned about you, about who you are, about why you are doing what you're doing. Why are you in business? But me at the time, I was so in my head that I was too scared to talk on my stories. I was too scared to promote myself because in my head, I thought everybody thought I was stupid. 
I thought everybody thought I was lame or corny because here's Natalie, like she went to esthetician school and now she's trying to get people to come and let them, let her like wash their face. Like that's what I believed. That's what I thought. I thought everybody was looking at me and judging me and laughing at me because a lot of you guys are probably this way too. We carry trauma. We carry trauma with us from our childhood. And I have so many traumatic memories of people like shunning me away from the lunch table or people like talking shit about me like behind my back. Like we've all had friendships like that. We've all dealt with that in our younger years in high school and college, like maybe even in real life, maybe you're still dealing with this. Um, and it stays with us. Like though that feeling of people laughing at you and people thinking you're lame and all a lot of us want, especially in like 2021 is to be cool. Like everybody wants to be cool and be like the it girl. Like that, I think deep, deep down is what so many of us want to do. And especially in the beauty industry, everybody looks so perfect, right? So there's almost this like fear of like, well, I can serve when it comes to like a selfie or I can serve whenever it comes to like posting photos, but get me to talk on my stories or get me to talk about like my life and my story and who I am. No, I won't do it because I hate my voice or because like I sound stupid. I can't, I can't stand like guys, literally I hate the sound of my own voice and I have a fucking podcast. (laughs) Like I literally have a podcast and I don't even like the sound of my own voice. So like that like trigger, that cringe never goes away. But I don't let the fear of what people think about me or the fear of, you know, or even just like negative thoughts that I have about myself stop me from moving forward and from sharing information and from growing. Um, if I did that, I literally wouldn't have anything. I wouldn't have Skinspiration. I wouldn't have my coaching business. I wouldn't have this podcast. I wouldn't have anything. And I think that this is so common because so many of us are carrying these traumatic memories. So you're two in your head. You're thinking that everybody is looking at you and judging you and they're not. You also may be too in your head in the sense of you are too scared to invest in your business. Um, Maybe that it's time for you to buy a machine that's going to allow you to do like hydrodermabrasion facials. Like that was like one of the first big investments I made. Like I bought a Hydrolux machine um, after I'd been in business for like eight months. I saved up and I bought it. And I think at the time it was like $2,000 or something like that. And like the idea of buying something that expensive and like investing in my business was so scary because I thought to myself, like, what if people don't come? Like, what if people don't get it? And I made the investment and I had a ton of Hydrolux facials and and we're still using that machine. Like, I, I think the Hydrolux facial is one of the most popular treatments we have at Skinspiration. So if I had listened to that voice, I would not have been able to experience the massive return on investment that that machine has brought to my business. And that's something that I highly, highly recommend for those of you guys. Like, make sure you have a plan, which we're gonna talk about that in a second, but don't be afraid to invest in your business if you know that there's going to be a return on investment. Return on investment is everything. Like there's absolutely no reason to buy a $2,000 purse when you could buy a $2,000 machine that's going to allow you to make $10,000, $20,000, however much like you want to make pretty much because it's sellable and it's a scalable offer. Um, So get out of your head. Like stop being negative towards yourself and stop allowing 
what you feel like everybody else thinks about you to paralyze you and to stop you from moving forward in your career and in your life. Um, And what that is, is called imposter syndrome. And that could honestly be a whole podcast episode on its own. Um, But just get out of your head. You're too in your head. That's the biggest thing. Get out of your head. All right, so moving on to reason number four, why your business isn't growing and what you may be doing wrong. And guys, I feel so passionate about this one because this reason is actually two reasons and I put them together as one because I think that they go kind of hand in hand. They technically could be two separate ones on their own, but I do really feel like they go together. So reason number four is you do not know what you're selling or and or... (laughs) You do not know who you are. So these two things go so good together because so many of you guys don't know what you're selling. You have no idea who you are in this industry. You have no brand identity. You are what they call like a spaghetti CEO. Like this is a term that like a ton of business coaches use. And it's literally like whenever you throw something on the wall and you just hope it sticks. Okay. Like... (laughs) It's like the funniest analogy ever. But like, yeah, that's an actual term. It's called a spaghetti CEO. And what that what that is, is someone who literally is just guessing. It's a guessing game. And business is not a guessing game, okay? We are strategic. We may be manifestors, but we are strategic as well. Um, and the very first thing that I do with all of my coaching students, like whenever someone invests to do one-on-one coaching with me, our, our first session is literally brand identity. We've got to figure out what you do and we have to figure out who you are. Um, And I had one one student the other day who was like, oh, you know, I actually kind of have like my brand identity established. Like I use these colors, like these are my hex codes. This is what my page consists of and da, 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 da. And I was like, okay, we hold up, back up, start over, reroute, like skirt. Okay. Your brand identity has nothing to do with like, the colors you're using and how cute your Instagram feed looks. And like one day you're going to post a graphic, one day you're going to do that. Yeah, that's great. Um, That's going to give you a really pretty feed. It's going to make it look really consistent and really, what's the word I'm looking for, professional. Um, But you can have a really pretty page and have a really professional looking website and have no idea who you are as a business and have no idea why you're in business. Um, And, you know, there are some people who they really definitely like need help as far as like, you know, making their feed look a little bit more aesthetically pleasing and maybe like leveling up their website and just their branding kit. But the thing is, is they at least have an idea of who they are. Like I see people all the time and I'm like, and they have a lot of followers and I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like your page looks horrible, but she knows who she is. She knows her brand. She knows exactly what, what box she's in, exactly what niche she's in. And she's serving, like she's here, she's literally like serving, like she's giving it to them. And if you don't know what you're selling, nobody is going to know what they're buying from you, okay? So listen, the beauty industry is hella saturated, okay? There's a lot of us. There's a lot of lash artists. There's a lot of estheticians. There's a lot of facialists. There's a lot of 
PMU girls, like, like we are all over the place. Okay. Every, like the beauty industry is just very saturated right now. So people are getting pickier. Okay. There's not just usually one person on the corner anymore. There's a lot of people, they have options now. So if someone has options, there's certain things that goes through a client's and a customer's head whenever they go to purchase a product or consume, like whenever they want to basically support your business and make the investment in you, there's things they're thinking of. There there are things that they are going through in their head, like a little checklist. And one of the biggest things is, is how is this going to make me feel? How is this brow appointment? How is this facial? How is this chemical peel? How is this going to make me feel? Okay. And that's something like right there. You guys need to talk about that. You need to talk about like what this is going to do for them because a lot of you guys don't know what you're selling. Um, you know, and, and immediately a couple of you guys are like, oh, I sell skincare or, oh, I sell lashes or, oh, I sell brows or whatever the case may be. No, 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 no. Yes. You, you physically sell that. What do you spiritually sell? What do you sell? What do, what are people going to feel after they leave an appointment with you? For me, it's inspiration. We sell confidence. That's really what we're all about. Like we have a lot of services. Well, not a ton. We have four categories of services, but every single category and every single service all relates back to self-care. So what we sell is relaxation, confidence, rejuvenation, empowerment. We want people as soon as they walk in the door to feel important by the fact that they are there um, and that whenever they leave our facility, whenever they leave our business, they feel like they have invested in themselves, not in us, okay? And the reason why is because we know who we are. We are here to empower women. We are here because we want women to know that they deserve self-care. They deserve to take care of themselves, when, and women and men, of course. Um, but the biggest, the, the basically the driving force behind Skinspiration and behind a lot of everything that I do is confidence. Um, and you have to ask yourself some key questions like, why are you in business? Like aesthetics by Christy or aesthetics by Emily, like whatever your name may be, like, why are you in business right now? What is the purpose of you being in business? Like not just so that you can have a fun job or so that you can do something you love. Your business needs to add something to this world. It needs to contribute something to the society. It has to be a big deal. And if you don't know what you're selling and if you don't know who you are, how do you expect a customer to invest wholeheartedly in your business? Maybe they may invest, you know, $100 in a one-time service, Maybe they'll get their lashes or their or their brows done like once or twice, but to have that constant rentition, that constant like I'm coming back to you, this is my girl, like I'm sending all my friends to you, my family to you. Whenever my kids grow up, they're gonna you're gonna be the person I send them to because I've been going to you for 20 years. Those relationships are not built on guessing games. Those relationships are built on strategy and knowing who you are and what you sell. Okay. So the big hit, one of this is like a huge one, guys. Like you have to know who you are and you have to know what you're really selling. And so much can be built off this. But if you don't have an answer for those two questions, that needs to be like you need to you need to lock yourself in a closet or something and meditate, light a candle, like burn some sage and really do a deep dive on why you started this business. Why 
did you, why did you want this? Like, what is the purpose of this? Um, because if it's just to make money or if it's just to have fun or if it's just to have a fun career, like that's not enough. You need a driving force. You need a mission. And like, I know it may sound really deep, but guys, like it's something crazy. Like 90% of businesses don't last their first year. And I think it's like 98% or like a crazy high statistic don't last past their first five years. And I truly believe the reason why is because like people get into business thinking that it's just like a school project, thinking that it's just something that, you know, they want to do and I can do it because other people are doing it and it's going to give me freedom and it's going to be able to let me go on the amazing vacations that I see everybody on. And, you know, and it's not like that. Like it's a journey. Like I'm literally on a journey with Skinspiration and, and my coaching business as well. Um, and it's not something that I do for fun. Like, obviously I enjoy it and I, it's my passion. I'm passionate about it, but passion is just the gateway. Okay. Passion is not even enough to be the fuel. The fuel is the mission statement. The fuel is the purpose. Passion just kind of like gets you through the door. Passion is what made you want to go to school. It's what made you want to become an esthetician. It's what made you want to start this business. But what's going to be the fuel is your purpose. And before you can have a booked out schedule, before you can have that beautiful white marble storefront that you're like envisioning, you've got to figure out what you really sell and who the F you are. All right. So the final reason why your business may not be growing, may not be doing the way that you want it to The biggest thing that so many of you guys are doing wrong is reason number five, you do not have a plan. You don't have a plan. You don't have a clue. You don't have a plan. You are just winging it. You're just going into work every single day. You're posting on social media. You are hopping on those stories. You're making all the cute little boomerangs you can of those hydro jelly masks, girl. You're doing everything you can, right? And your business still isn't growing. And the reason why is because you do not have a business plan. Because at first, maybe you didn't even know that you were starting a business. Maybe you just wanted to touch people's faces like me. Because <laughs> that was me. I I did not start Skinspiration thinking like, oh yeah, I'm going to have like this, you know, six-figure posh business on Main Street and have like all these people working for me and have a medical director and da 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 I didn't think I was going to have that at all. I thought maybe 10 years in, I might have that and it maybe would just happen, but I didn't think it was going to happen like in less than two years. I didn't think that I was going to be making six figures in six months. I did not think that was going to happen at all. It wasn't until I started working with a business coach about, mm, well, honestly, it was probably about three or four, three or four months in, I started working with a business coach, like a very, very high level business coach. And she read me for filth, y'all. She was basically like, you have no plan. Like, you are winging it. Like, I was a spaghetti CEO, just like what I told you guys, like, in the last uh, little reason. I didn't have a plan. I was just hoping for the best, okay? And there's not very many people that have gotten far from hoping for the best. And, you know, and I hate it because, like, It's definitely like a balance thing. Like I don't want your life to become a never ending swarm and whirlpool of just like 
goals and checklists and like stress. Like that's not what I want for you guys. What I do want for you guys is clarity. And I want you guys to have the business and life that you are envisioning and that you're dreaming of. I want you to be able to go on vacation for a month and your business to still run fine without you and for everybody to still get paid and for you to still profit. That's what I want for you. But that doesn't happen without a plan. And like, I'm even still learning. I'm still growing. Like there's things in my business that I'm still working on planning and becoming the best that I can be because straight up, like I'm a pretty like go with the flow type person. And I've always been that way. Like I've never been one to have to know what's going on all the time. Like I've always been able to like, just kind of let loose and relax. Like I don't know if you guys have ever gone on vacation with somebody. It's kind of like the type A friend and like they have to know like every single hour of the day what's going to happen. Like it's like, okay, 10 a.m. We're going to wake up. We're going to have coffee and then we're going to put our bathing suits on at 10, 15. And then we're going to go to the beach. And then we're only allowed to have like two Coronas on the beach because at 12, we have to come back and we have to take beach photos. And then we have to go in at like a certain time and we have to take showers and we have to get ready to go out. And it's like, I'm on vacation. Like I'm just chilling. Like I'm, I'm going to wake up when I want to wake up. I'm going to lay on the beach until... I don't know. Obviously, I don't really lay on the beach anymore because sun damage. But but you get what I'm saying, okay? Like, I am not that person naturally. I'm a very go-with-the-flow type person. And because of that, I've had to learn how to set more boundaries with myself and how to have self-discipline and how to make a plan and stick to it. Because straight up, the plan is not always going to go the way you think it's going to go, Okay. But you still have to have one Um, because six-figure businesses don't just happen overnight and they don't just happen by chance. They happen by strategy. Um, And that is why working with a coach is one of the best things you can do for a business because finding somebody who's like, hey, listen, I've done this before. I will tell you exactly what you need to know. I will tell you exactly what not to do. I will tell you when to do this and when to not do this and when to hold off on that. And I will help get you to where you need to be because I've done it before. That's literally like what I say to so many of my coaching students whenever I start working with them. Like so much of the work that they have to do is kind of taken off because it's not a guessing game anymore. Once you hire a business coach, once you invest in an online course, like a business course, so much of the guessing game ends there because you have a formula, you have a strategy and you're going to learn things on your own. And that's my biggest hope for all of you guys. Like I hope those of you guys listening to this supersede me. I hope that you guys become the next Kylie Jenner. Like I hope you guys become the mil- the billionaires, the millionaires. Like I hope that every single one of you gets to live out your biggest, craziest, wildest dreams because that's the point, Right. But it's not going to happen if the universe doesn't know what you want, okay? And whatever you believe in, God, the universe, whether you believe in manifestation or not, I 100% believe in the law of attraction. And if the universe doesn't know what you want, how is it going to give it to you? If you are just over here, like going into work every single day and just looking at an empty schedule, I've been there, but it's only going to get better if you do something different, okay? My mom used to always say this to me. She would say, Natalie, 
If you do the same things you've always done, you're going to get the same results that you've always gotten. And doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result is literally insanity. Like it's it's insane. And so many of you guys don't have a plan. You're just going into work every single day and you maybe have like one client, two clients, you know, three clients is like a busy day. And in between the gaps, you're just sitting there posting, like trying and clawing and just trying to get people to trust you. And it's one of those things where like, I've been there, I've been there, but you can't just keep aimlessly going and like without a direction, you need a direction, you need a plan. You honestly probably need a coach. And that's what brings me to my next point is I am about to start accepting um, more one-on-one coaching students, you guys. Um, So I told you back in the fall that I wasn't going to take any more, um, clients until the spring because I do pour a lot into my coaching students. And if I take too many, it just becomes a little crazy. And I really want to make sure that I have enough time and energy to just pour into every single person who invests in me as a coach um, because I invest so, so much back into them. Um, And it's been so amazing to see the growth that is happening in my coaching students' businesses. Um, So if you need someone to be that guide for you. If you need someone who has done it before, I want to be that person for you. And if you're somebody who can't afford one-on-one coaching, I totally understand. Guys, I have an online course coming out that is going to talk about all the things we talked about in this podcast episode, but so much more. Because now I've told you what you're doing wrong, but I haven't exactly told you how to fix these things and what you need to be doing, okay? So that is what this course is for. We are going to dive so, so deep into the mistakes that people make, how to not, how to not make those mistakes, and what to actually do. We're going to help you make that strategy, make that plan that you need to build those high numbers in your business to hit that six-figure year, to hit that six-figure month eventually, which you will do. I 100%, believe, I 100% believe that that is something that's possible. I know estheticians in our industry who are doing that. They're having six figure months off products and courses and like all this different stuff. So like, I know it's possible for you guys. Um, and I am just so, so excited to see what 2021 has in store for us. My online course is launching March 1st. So if you're not following me on Instagram already, definitely give me a follow. If you loved this episode, leave a comment, leave a five-star review, share it on your story, tag me. I love when you guys do that. It literally brings me so much joy. But until next time, I love you guys so, so much. And always remember why survive when you can thrive.